You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, ready sisters? sisters? Hello, sisters. Hi, sisters. How are you? How are you this fine Thursday morning? Getting ready for your holiday vacation, I hope. We love the holidays. We love the holidays. Mads and I are going to England and Berlin on Saturday. Stoked. So stoked. So ready for the cold. I want to be bundled up like a little marshmallow. So if you don't, if you know something about Mads is that she loves scarves, but not just any scarves. She loves like oversized scarves that are basically throws for couches. They're basically Um, blankets. What was that? What was that? um, um, photo of um oh dear Jesus. this is good this is yeah, going this places. is a great uh great start um zoe who's like the really trendy girl that's in zoe kravitz yes lenny kravitz have you seen this photo of him no i haven't okay i'll, I'll, I'll we'll have to post it to okay because it is hilarious he's wearing He's wearing a legit oh, I've seen it. blanket I've on his seen face. It. Well, that's you, Mads. That's you, me. You legit wear blankets that's around me. your neck. That's me. I, I manifest and embody Lenny Kravitz on the, in the winter months. Oh, my God. I love it. So, yeah, <laughs> we're super excited. We're going for 10 days with our family. Um, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Um, I do want to give some updates. Okay. What are your updates? One, Cassie David is writing a book. Oh, I mean, just yes. like moment yes. of silence. Yes. I mean, like, why isn't she coming on our podcast? If you're listening, Cassie, David, we you, want you so bad. I think she's scared of us. I think we love her too much. And she's like, much. she she just doesn't understand the level of fangirldom, fan, fanhood of the gr- fangirls. You're really on point today, man. I know. Um, she just doesn't know the level that oh, it's at with us. It. And I think it's. She's a little intimidated and scared of us. Yeah. That's what, that's what I tell myself that's is the reason why true. she's <laughs> hasn't come We're on the podcast. We're kind of crazy. 
I post anything she posts. I just like repost it. I'm I know, obsessed and with we her. We've tagged her in like a million of our Instagram photos. Yeah. Cassie, have you noticed us? I know. Does she know who we are? I, I hope know. so. I don't know. If she does, if she does know who we are, then we're just fucking creepy. You know what? I think she'd appreciate it. Okay, I'm with you. That's what I'm just gonna tell myself. Okay. What's your next piece of news? Do you um. So your piece of news. Ooh, my piece of news. Um, I just saw that Chris Pratt is in a new relationship with Catherine Schwarzenegger. So, first of all, Scout, this is not a new relationship. They've been dating for a year. Oh, what? Yeah, Scout. Wait, you're are just, you fucking oh, kidding me? God damn How it, did Scout. I not know this? Scout. Wait, Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt is, Pratt like, is like my hero. I know. I don't know how you didn't know this. Okay. You just knew this now because he just made it Instagram official. Yes, he just yes. made it Instagram official because I follow him on Instagram. Duh. Um, so for those that don't know, I'm obsessed with Jurassic Park everything. Like, I'm the biggest Jurassic Park nerd you've ever met in your entire life. So Chris Pratt has kind of become my celebrity crush just because he's in all of the Jurassic Parks. <sighs> and now he's dating Katherine Schwarzenegger. And she, I can't believe uh, I'm this late to the fucking yeah, game. Scout, I mean, you call yourself a fan. It's just... I know, I'm just embarrassed. out of control. No, I'm embarrassed. Yeah. Um, yeah, congrats. Sure. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. Um, she's, she's young, yeah. Is she? How old is she? Uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure, but I just want to know what Anna Ferris thinks. I really want... I, first of all, a moment of silence for Anna Ferris because I love her so much. Um, do you listen to her podcast? Yes, I do. Yeah. She's... I mean, she's I'm in the just middle of the Bill Hader episode. I thought you would like that. Yes. Wait. You should see Wait. the look I just got from Mads. Wait. Yes, Bill Hader's on Wait, also, qualified. that was my number three thing to get updated you on. Wait, Bill Hader's on Anna Ferris podcast? Yeah. Guys, wait, I'm unwell. Oh my god. I'm unwell. You are shook right now. I'm wait, beat you're red. Wait, you're I'm way too loud, girlfriend. I'm you are way too red. loud. I'm start crying. Yes, Bill Hader is on unqualified. So I don't subscribe to the podcast because it, there's just too many and I I don't like to clutter my podcast library. Are you so, so pretentious. Yeah, I know, I'm sorry. Um but whole and so I just go on hers sometimes throughout the week just to check who the new person is, but I hadn't done it this week. It's oh. like three episodes ago. Or okay, four I haven't episodes checked in ago. a while. I haven't checked in a while. I'm, I, I, I'll be honest. Wait. Oh, yeah. It's a good one, too. Okay, I'm like we need to get through. off right now because I need to go listen to it. Okay, so my third update was that my best friend Brett saw Bill Hader today no outside way. of her office. And she texted me. She texts, she's seen him a couple times. Did she times. go up to him? Um, no. Let him be. Let him live. Oh, oh no, yeah. I, like, you would let him live if you saw what him. What would I say to him? Uh, you'd probably just stand there and turn red. <laughs> react how i am right now yeah i'm like a giddy little schoolgirl right now i know you love bill I'm hater obsessed with him. okay so she saw him outside and he, she texted him texted me and i was i started I, I was like shook 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 and she said like yeah he's fuckable for sure like it's oh it's going god. down oh my god okay how yeah, do you I, need how to I like this happen? you have to like collect yourself right now i know oh, wow I this need to take some deep breaths. Why don't we do the word of the week? Yeah, let's move on. Okay. The word of the week is perennial. And oh, wait. I it's think I know a great word. It means persistent and enduring. Yeah, that's us. And that's also our guest this week. We interviewed Holy Pia well, wait. Robio. Okay, another. Th- this is this episode of Moment of Silences. Pia Robio. Just let that, let that marinate. Yeah, we've been. Did you guys just hear that? Yeah, we, we, got, we heard it. Pia Arobio on our motherfucking podcast. Yeah, we heard you. Yep. <laughs> we heard you. Scout. Guys. She's amazing. She's, she's exactly I've been wanting to what you think yeah. she is. Yeah, I've been wanting to meet her for like five years. There is no, there is no uh, fakeness. No, there, she's real. She's a real, she's a 
deep. And I hate it when people say that. Like, keep it real. I hate that so no, much. No, no, no. But she's, but she's I seriously think she personifies real. or, like, exemplifies what it means to be a fucking real human being. Yeah. And go there. She, she we we cried in this episode. Her yeah. and I were both crying at one point. Both of you guys were crying. She's so honest. There's a depth to her that is, it's... Unmatched. Unmatched. I... And she's so fucking funny. And if you don't know, she's the designer of LPA, the label, which is such a bomb brand. Right. She's the ultimate cool girl. I think we yeah. can say that. I think yeah. I think she can be branded as the ultimate cool the girl. The ultimate cool girl. I'm with you on that this one. Like unfussy style, so laid back. She's just. We had matching purses too. It really made my day. Yeah, you guys and your fucking giant YSL purses. Yeah, what whatever. Can say? Whatever. What can say? <laughs> but anyways, guys, you're gonna love her. Yeah, Pia. Let's get into the episode. Let's just get into it. It's It's a long one. Yeah, buckle up. But but filled with so many gems. The most premium of premium content is coming your way. Sounds good. Okay, sisters, enjoy. Enjoy. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about whimsy and row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring-summer collection, and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans 
jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS, O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Pia Arobio is the founder of LPA, a Los Angeles-based fashion brand that has been seen on Emily Ratajkowski, Gigi Hadid, and Madonna. LPA has quickly become known for its faux fur jackets, silky slip dresses, and chunky knit sweaters that can be found at Revolve and Forward by Alice Walker. Prior to launching LPA, Arobio had worked as, as a designer for the Reformation, where she dreamed of taking the risk to launch her own brand. So without further ado, Pia Arobio. What an amazing intro. Yeah, You're are, amazing. I mean, full, full fangirl. Let's just say full that we are blessed happening. by royalty today. <laughs> That's my so opinion you on you. So you should good. tell my mom and husband that because this morning they were like, the trash needs to get taken out. <laughs> no, you are a queen. You are a <laughs> Thank queen. You. You Thank you very much. Queen. I'm wearing Le Labo. And, okay. And I don't know what scent it is and I need to figure it out. I wore rose forever. Okay. And um, they- the one that everyone wears? Santal. Yeah. And they sent me this scent that I'm wearing now and I my rose broke. Some it broke and yeah. I was like, well, I don't have like fifty dollars to like <laughs> refill this thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, Oh, I'll just use the one that they gave me and I've never received a person in traffic the other day. Like I pulled up next to someone and they were like is that you that smells good are you serious yeah that's unbelievable it's so nice when people say nice things to strangers it really is one time i was driving and i was blasting um that song gas pedal with my roommate and we were like dancing like crazy and we turn over and there's an 85 year old grandma fucking grinding it with us and i was like this is the best day of my life it's just nice when people connect on a nice level because everyone's so mean and angry totally yes (laughs) Yeah. Um, current fixations. Yeah, I can start. Okay. Okay. So right now I'm currently fixated on the essential oil, the bl- uh, the balance blend by DoTerra. Mm. I have been putting it on my wrists, on my upper lip, on the bottom of my feet, and on my ankles before I go to bed every single night. And then lately I've just been reapplying it like every two hours onto my wrists and like smelling it a little bit and breathing yeah. in. It is godly. Aromatherapy is a very real therapy. Yeah, no, it's godly, and it's yeah. also like a little bit of a ritual now. So yeah. I'm kind. It's it's become kind of ritualistic for me, where I kind of just like pull out my balanced blend and apply mm-hmm. it, and just have a moment to like chill for a second. Um, Such a good way to just like ground down the day, right? Take it down. Yeah, take it down, it's yeah. just like a little reminder every few hours. Like take a breath, breathe in some nice smelling things, mm-hmm. and kind of calm yourself a little bit. Because I've, I've been like <laughs> introduced. I know she makes fun of me like all the time. Um, I've been introduced to essential oils for a while now, but I just recently like really was like, I need to commit myself to essential oils. I got a humidifier and um, 
was so pissed when I read the directions and it said do not put essential oils put essential in oils it. in the thing. And that I was the like, point of it? fucking reason why I want to be. It's a diffuser. You want you want yeah, a diffuser. I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so now that my mom gets that one and I just got a diffuser. That's yeah, you need it. a diffuser. Or maybe I'll do fucking both because I really want to be in a moist room. Ooh, I hate that word. Yeah, yeah that was good. good. Yeah. A, a, a cozy room. A cozy, snuggly. I don't. I'm not. A, I don't want to be dry. Exactly. There we go. Yeah. The dryness. <laughs> we the just dryness. talked about a humidifier in one of our other episodes. Yeah. No. I, in this exact topic about diffusers versus yeah. humidifiers, and we are still. I'm a big fan of diffusers. They're great. Do diffusers omit the same amount of moisture into a room? No. I don't think I don't so. Think, no. I think it's it's more of a smell. smell. I think it's just the essential oil. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I should probably have done research on this. Yeah, well, that's okay. I'll that's just okay. defer to Goop at some point. <laughs> I, As we all do. Whatever GP says, I do. <laughs> exactly. I met her last week. You did? Was it amazing? Oh, deep breath. I... Should you never meet your heroes? I heard, I heard she, she was, was really she nice. She far surpassed Ooh, my expectations. Really? Okay. Yeah, so she... Um, I mean, I'm just like a fan of like 90s Gwyneth with like Absolutely. a cig in her mouth. And, yeah. uh, you know, I'm ju- I mean, I just I've always loved her. She's never bothered me. Mm-hmm. People don't bother me. There's only a few people that really bother me. I'm not that bothered by mm-hmm. other people because I'm like a secure, normal person. Yeah. So <laughs> when she launched Goop, I was like, good for her. Because yeah. th- I, I also another thing I really like about people is when you're rich and decide to continue working and do things that are challenging. Because mm-hmm. like most people and are like, I'm rich. I just hang out now. Yeah. yeah. And so for her to like be an entrepreneur and launch her own mm-hmm. company is which is a huge fucking undertaking. Mm-hmm. And then she's really like vocal about how insecure she is about mm-hmm. that journey. And I was like, that's cool, too. Yeah. Like none of her shit bothers me. I'm yeah. just like, good for you, because I'm also on like a weird health and wellness journey. Mm-hmm. And I do very weird things, so it's none of what she does is weird to me. Anyway, for as much criticism as she gets, I think people need to step back and say and think that Goop is not for everyone. She's not trying so to market it for anyone. Everyone, it's a niche thing. It's a niche market. It's and like that's what fine. Is the like, why are you? Yeah, why? No, like, so it's not for you. If you don't like it, don't don't look to her. at yeah. it. That's my thing with her. So my husband, well, which is what we kind of talked about when I met her. Yeah. My husband is um, a chemist, and his parents are doctors, and my mother-in-law just rips Goop apart. Yeah, because there's, yeah. Okay, so here's why. Because when you are especially in the field as a doctor, or if you you go, it's the same thing with, like, fucking vegans and shit. If you Mm -hmm. sit in a room with someone and you're like, I'm vegan, the other person's natural response is to tell you all the reasons why they're not vegan. Yeah, sure. good point. You're yeah. like, well, I'm uh, iron deficient yeah. and like I need, yeah. you know what I mean? Because you start feeling judged because mm-hmm. you're yeah. judging yourself. Mm-hmm. But that's just somebody else's life choice. Exactly. So my dad was a dentist. My dad was very sick for a long time. Mm-hmm. And when my dad died was on like eight different pre- like prescription pills. Like my dad right. used to have to take four Vicodin to get out of bed. Jeez. And when I started getting woke as like an adult, I was like, hold on, you're not eating right for your blood type. You are not right. getting vitamin drips every week. You are not getting acupuncture. You do not have a physical therapist. You are eating mayonnaise at dinner. Like you're not eating ginger. You need to be drinking turmeric. Like you need yeah. to be drinking alkaline water at this percent. Like I was like, you're not doing anything to kill disease. You eat sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. No, there's like You're a certain way worse. to take care of your body. That and I so think for, it's a for new doctors, way. especially, so like I've used food as medicine. Like mm-hmm. I had like a ginger too, and I'm like put pepper with the turmeric. Yeah, sure yeah, that yeah. It yeah. Absorbs like, but doctors, 
a lot of doctors are like, I don't know. It, it, that's like, well, that goes, that's not what I study. Our, and yeah. so there, it's hard for them to evolve a little bit. And I hope my mother-in-law does not listen to this episode, <laughs> but also like good I'm for your mother-in-law. Like, Cause that's really amazing. And to be a chemist is also insane, but I, you never hear goop. You never hear people on goop being other. like, fuck a chemist. Yeah, you know, you're right. No, I'm yeah. a fan of Goop. Like, yeah. I, I think it's a great site. The minute it came out, I was, like, super intrigued. I think some of their articles are unbelievable. Also, their travel guides, that's my go-to. Oh, such travel good travel shopping guides. section. <laughs> yeah, no, I it's mean, that's amazing. that's more of a wish list for me, but... But yeah. no, you can find a lot of those items yeah. entry price point on Amazon. Sure. Like it's sure. not. Oh, that's a good hack. Oh yeah, I don't buy from the yeah. website. <laughs> <laughs> I, ta- oh I take everything to Amazon. Oh my oh god, yeah. that's amazing. That's, that's how we do it too. Yeah. Um. Okay. Your current fixation. Current fixation. Okay. So, have you guys heard of the TV show called The Hookup Plan on Netflix? No. no. I, ho- I was hoping you were going to say Shit's Creek. Oh, oh no, no, she's already obsessed with that. Oh, God. She talks I, about it way too much. Yeah, we need to not talk about it because I talk, I'm obsessed with that. Wait, what's the hookup? Okay, so the hookup plan is a Netflix original series in French. Okay. Chic. So chic already. Yeah. But it's about this um, Parisian woman named Elsa, and her friends set her up with a male escort because they want her to build her confidence. She had just gotten out of a relationship. She oh, that's feels a good idea. Insecure, and she's like this dorky, like naturally beautiful girl, but she, you know, she just got out of a breakup, so she's a little low on self esteem. And the male escort really like boosts her up, and he's this charming, handsome guy, and then like obviously they fall in love, yada, yada. And it's like rom com esque, but it's mm. in French, so you you just like feel more sophisticated when you're listening to it. Oh, and I love this! It. It's I binged it in one day. It's oh, okay. Un- it's just one season. It's, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, I hate when something is one season and I you yeah. love it. I love and it. When I love you it. Have it. I'm just like, God damn it! When it's remember tough. when shows used to be once a week. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We couldn't watch the whole thing in one day. <laughs> yeah. We used to be obsessed with Survivor when we were little, and I just remember. <laughs> I just remember, like, we had to you tape to that stop, shit. You need to stop telling people this. Right. It was like a family thing that we did all the time. We did The Bachelor as a family thing. We did. Um, oh, we're big Bachelor. We people. did The OC as a family thing. Never watched The OC. Oh, I, we, I were, we were one. Well, we were more One Tree Hill fans. OC came later for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never watched yeah. OC. Oh, you, you should. Oh, you my should God. Go this, po- this podcast has given me way too many TV <laughs> shows to watch. Like, I can't keep up. I don't know what to do. All our fixations are TV, our TV shows. shows, and I'm like listed up to here yeah, right now on yeah. my Netflix and Hulu. Like, what's it called? Like, backlog. Yeah, 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 Q. My Q yeah, yeah. is full, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pia. Um, I am. I'm like obsessing over hot eight yoga right now and it's oh yes and what it's is it hot eight yoga it's in beverly oh hot. Well, there's I one in pasadena yogurt. i was like oh. what um no not yogurt uh but i do love yogurt me too me too <laughs> it's hot yoga. hot eight yoga we love but hot yoga so what i love about hot eight yoga is that they have like a regular hot yoga class mm. but then there's a sculpt class Ooh. and there's a fucking bar class and like mm-hmm. this morning I did the sculpt class and literally at one point I was like, I looked at the teacher and I was like, how is this legal? Cause this is a, b- it's boot camp in like yeah. 110 degree, but I just feel so high when I leave that class. I'm a big fan of like hot cold too. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. you know, I just think that it's, it's the only time where I really, I always say, like, before I go to bed, I'm going to, like, do my prayers and my ritual and my intentions and write my list and do my thing. But I just, I eat a CBD pill and I, like, pass out on my husband. And so 
having that like morning to like lay in there and then like get a fucking dope workout in and then stretch a shit ton and then have another five minutes of like forced reflection mm-hmm. totally. is really really incredible Absolutely. and it's been like a big game changer for me to the point where like if i miss a class i'm like <laughs> yeah but, uh, it's like meltdown whenever Central. i go to hot yoga i made them let me in late today yeah <laughs> Um, I feel like I'm being my body has been wrung out. Yes, like a yeah, shower. Yes. it's really it good feels for you. I remember amazing. one summer, Mads, you and I went to yoga together every day. Well, yeah, we, well, we we tr- we took like the thirty day yoga challenge. T- the no, the teacher training, like five hundred hour Holy shit. thing when I was in high school, which is like crazy. That was um, crazy. But it was hot yoga at Moto. No, it was at Core, Core Power. Power. Oh, yeah. It, oh, yeah Core Power is way bigger in San Diego than it is here. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's huge yeah, in San Diego. Yeah, so we used to do hot yoga. I mean, we had to because we had to get the 500 hours, and we were just like. I don't think I got the 500 hours. No, I don't think you finished it, Scout. But no, I don't think I finished that. Well, it's pretty, How long does it take to do 500 hours of yoga? Don't ask me because okay. I did not complete it. <laughs> I mean, if you go every day, and then we and then we did have classes that added up to the 500, but it took. It took like it took like six months. No, oh, it was like a two no. month thing. But what? Then, but then we had to keep going and do the, and do yoga for five hundred oh, hours. Okay, two hundred hours. I think it's two hundred. You're crazy. <laughs> no, you're crazy. It was two hundred. An hour hours? a day. That's okay. That's thirty <laughs> fucking hours a month. <laughs> It was 200 I was like, this is years. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it was 200 Unless you're just in there all day for multiple days. But but, <laughs> but the classes counted towards those hours. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So okay. it was more doable. Um, yeah, I just <laughs> fucked up on that. It's 200 hours for sure. You're yeah. like, I yeah. had to do 5,000 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Casually, my sophomore year of high school. <laughs> so weird and random. Matt, you actually like taught a so class random. too. Yeah, I used to work at the like local gym. I was a yoga instructor oh, when I was in high school. That's it, is that legal? I don't think Probably so. Probably not. No. Yeah, no. Also, I just walked into the gym. I was like, "Hey, I have a teacher's like certificate and I'll teach your yoga." And they were like, yeah, "What sure. like after school?" Yeah. I went to like I did like the that 5 That is so class. cute. I never took one of your classes. That's a bigger regret I mean, of mine. What was your yoga voice? Cuz teachers full have yoga voice and it's such a real thing. <laughs> I mean, I She's very the loud. loudest. Most she's like person. literally the loudest yeah. human being and on so this planet. I think that was like my therapeutic hour where yeah. I just calm down, calm down, slow down. Okay, Maybe well that's, that's like impossible it. to find something to like calm you down. So that's pretty good. Oh, very true. Yeah, I try on a daily basis and fail and fail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, we need to get into UPO. Yes, like, we do. Oh gosh, there's so much to unpack. Ask me anything, but like personal things that are cool and not like. Let's like get real. No. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's yes. what we're here let's for. Okay. okay, but first, we, let's like lay down basics. Like personal things that are cool. What a nice thing to say. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Okay, lay down. We'll lay down the foundation. So, okay. where'd you grow up? I grew up in Pasadena. Perfect. Was fashion always a prevalent aspect of your yeah, life? Yeah, I, I, ha- I remember. <laughs> I was like laughing at this with my mom the other day because my dad like hated his job and I remember him coming home in the summer one time and I was like swimming and he was like, oh, I went to work all day. All you did was swim. Like you need to get a job. And I was, I remember looking at him and being like, I'm 11 and I can't work yet. So I don't know why you're mad that I have summer vacation. So as soon as I turned 12, I got a job at my mom's friend's boutique in La Cunada and like folded sweaters and shit. Got it. And then I had a job at Elisa B, which is a boutique in Old Town mm-hmm. Pasadena. Like she had like Alexander Wang when I was in high school. It was like a, such a chic store. And I folded stuff and I wrapped Christmas presents until I was 
like old enough for them to hire me part time and I would mm-hmm. go after school and work there and work on the weekends and um use the money I made there to buy shit on the west I would drive to the west side and like this is when like Madison and Planet Blue and like oh, I would go to Jet Rag I could go to hit up every yes I mean yeah I, every brand at that point like was so interesting and so cool there wasn't social media so yeah. it didn't matter like who was wearing that dress or like I mean there was this is when Nicole Rich she was also like popping sure. so whatever she would wear I was like and I'm not but like <laughs> there was definitely uh beautiful discovery to being and like you know you would like talk to the people who worked at madison and they were all Mm. fucking cool and they dressed cool and they were like we love this designer and they make you know and so i always was just like oh like it was a big deal to me always and then i went to parsons design school amazing so how did you start designing for reformation i got hired there um doing not that i got hired there doing like pr and then Mm. Um, and then I started, like, got thrown in on, like, styling a web shoot. This is when, like, they, like, just had, like, I remember the first time we sold something online. Wow. So you were there from so the how beginning. Did I got there at the very beginning. And then, and then they, Reformation to that point, too, was just, like, one of a kind stuff. And mm-hmm. then she started developing, like, a collection. Um, were you friends with Yale before? Yeah. Okay. Kind of. Okay. Not like we met and not long after we then we started hanging out and not long after we met I remember her sending me down and being like, We really want you to work for us And I was like, I don't know, you guys are my friends. I've never done that, I don't really want to do that. I really was like excited. I was I just left People's Revolution and I kinda wanted mm-hmm. to get back to doing like freelance production, which is what I was doing before in my like super early early twenties and um and then one day she was like, Do you wanna sit on a design meeting? Like I think you understand like what the customer would want. And that was at the very beginning. So then I was doing all that other stuff and then sitting in on design meetings and then kind of grappling with it all. And then after like however many years, the company turned into like a full company and you Mm. didn't have to be one of those employees that did 45 things anymore because there was the funding for you to do your, you know, every there was like so many employees. And so I was just the designer Mm. with other obviously not just me with like a bunch of other people. But and then what what made you want to leave that? Um, I got a job at Zara and I didn't want to go to Zara, but I had just gotten out of a breakup and really wanted to like eat, pray, love myself. (laughs) Amazing. And so I took the interview at Zara to just get a ticket to Europe. And I met a friend there and the friend who I met there said, oh, I was just with Risa from Revolve and Mm. she wants to meet you because I had posted on Instagram that I was leaving Reformation to go to Zara. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I wonder why she would want to meet me. Whatever. I'm in Italy. And I like have the interview. I go to Italy to meet my friend. We like sit down for our first meal. Zara calls. They're like, you got the job. Mm. And um, oh, it makes me like emotional. Because oh. I was like, oh, my God. I thought I was going to be such a loser for so long. Because I just had this job that I had done for a really long time. And I just plateaued. And I was like, what am I going to do? And like, you know, I think it's hard. Especially in LA where like there are people who come from like very rich backgrounds and like my dad made good money, but like, you know, at a certain point he was, you know, when I'm in my fucking twenties, I don't have like help and I don't have like a trust fund or anything like that. So I was like, I don't, I didn't have time to like take time to be like, what do I want? Or like my parents will pay my rent until this, like it just wasn't by that time I was giving them money Mm. back for, you know, having them like help me with college and stuff. So I, freaked out and was like holy shit like and it was like a great i was like i'm moving to spain where like it costs nothing to eat food and yeah. to like live and 
I'm getting like a salary increase and the company was so everyone in the company is so nice and they're so cool and I was like I'm gonna see Europe this is crazy and then I get I got back from Italy and we were crying we're cheering I'm like oh my god and I'm like I'm moving to Europe and like and then um, I met with Risa and she's like, so Revolve has been doing private label brands and they're doing really well. And like, we think that you would be great to like run one of those brands since you have a background in like all of these things and you can, I mean, that's like the hard thing that people don't understand is like, I design everything and like, we make like 60 things a month. And then I have like swim and sweaters and jewelry and bags and the shoes. And, and then I, I run the Instagram, like I it's like I do the photos like it's it's a lot of stuff and it's really hard I'm lucky that I had all these random jobs because it it led me to that point like I know how to run an Instagram account I know how to do customer service like I know how to take photos because I you know I know how to produce a shoot and then the amazing people at Revolve you know they're like we're here whenever you need us so if I'm like hey I want to do this event like the marketing girls are like boom and they put it together in a second because they're champions and so I'm really thankful for that. Um, so, so what was wait, the... Wait, we need to go... We need to, we, need to, we need to go back. So, first, that's so interesting that you felt like you were plateauing at Ref. And then, isn't it so amazing that that moment where you kind of had that freak out, like two incredible, like oh. life-changing opportunities. I don't know. Just I, I, I love when people have those types of moments because it's just so reassuring for people everyone around going to, that. to yeah. remind yourself, like, if you're stuck... There usually is something on the other end of that. I, mean, I remember, like, right before, yeah, just, like, I lived yeah. in this house with my ex, and I would run out of money every month before I would get my new paycheck, mm. and and all, Reformation was doing so well, and I, like, loved working there so much, mm. but I was like, there's nowhere for me to grow, mm-hmm. and just, and I'm so lucky that I had the foundation of going to, like, a, I didn't graduate from school, because my, ran, like, money became really hard, and so... Um, when I was a junior, my mom was like, how much more do you want to like get into college debt? And I was like, not much. And also my college counselor was like, you're getting jobs already. Like go build up your portfolio. Like you don't, nobody cares if you, everyone's going to ask you for a fucking like degree. Totally. I'm the same way. I didn't graduate college because you know, I had like, a career opportunity, and, and I was like, there's literally no reason for me no to one's continue. Ever at that. No. Zara asked me for my degree because they were like, oh, we need to get, because I, whatever when they thought i was gonna go there for a second um they were like we need you know that for to get a visa for you yeah but that was it that's that the was only it. time yeah so it. what was like the catalyst like you had two amazing opportunities what made you i spent a month melting really yeah. melting, melting wow melting and what was the ultimate the, the, yeah uh like just so funny um the okay so i'm lucky that i went to parsons for multiple reasons i and a lot of the things that my professors taught me about like legit, like just lo- just logistical shit mm-hmm. always really stuck with me. Mm-hmm. So one was like set a salary goal for yourself and just know that like realistically you can't increase your salary by like more than it would be a miracle, but like 10 K a year. Right. And so if you're like, if you want to have this salary by the time you're 35, like you need to fucking figure out how to get a, get you know it. what I mean? And right. so, I was like, okay, and then um, that was something that, like, oh, and then obviously just the title of creative director, like, yeah. how uh, there's no bigger title. I do think that, unfortunately, the title of creative director nowadays gets 
like I'm lucky that I'm the creative director of a brand but like that's it within the context of like you know this like kind of like fast fashiony culture but mm-hmm. like you know real creative directors have like an art history degree and like work for fucking 20 years and like oh, then you get that yeah. title you Got know it. what I yeah there's a, a friend of mine named Ruba who lives in New York who's a fucking the biggest inspiration of life and she has a highlight on her Instagram that says like how to become a creative director and it wow. is the most spot on like also just kind of like fuck you like because I think people forget that like you have to do all those jobs Absolutely. first yeah. you know and I didn't I lucky that I got it this early but anyway so I was like that title mm-hmm. and then what if I meet someone in Europe and I have to decide between Italy or Italy I say yeah. Italy because my husband was <laughs> yeah, yeah. Europe and LA sure. and like I'm so attached to my parents mm-hmm. and like that was really hard like it was just and so I, I just was like, I can't, I just can't turn this down. Cause mm-hmm. when else am I going to be able to do my own thing? Absolutely. Um, and then like, ironically enough, I ended up having to like choose between a European and America anyway. Thank yeah. God he picked America. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not saying I wouldn't move to Europe at some point. Cause I think this place is going to fucking burst Go up into in flames. flames <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Um, so you described LPA as Dolce Gabbana meets Supreme. So yeah, can I, we take that? I said it once a long oh, time everyone ago, t- and it's like the one you? thing that I just don't ever want to use either one of those. Okay, we'll nix it. We'll just yeah. nix that. Okay, so so, ha- like, so how I'm happy that I can publicly say that I don't ever want to hear that. I said it one okay. time, like in the comfort of my home with a writer, and it was like the title of the thing. And oh like, my god, picked oh my up. Okay, and PSA. I was like, this is the perfect, interesting thing for how like there's no contacts and things just travel and like <laughs> yeah, 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 becomes yeah. like blown up. No. Okay, totally. so who is the LPA girl? Um, I well, it's it's been an interesting thing trying to figure out like what my idea is and like what sells and like then who's buying things and whatever but I think it's like I think there's an interesting moment well at first like I'm lucky that like a lot of young girls like girls wear that shit to prom and I'm like that's fucking amazing that's yeah. right my mom wears LPA all the time Aww. which I think is like super cute ideally it's for this like lull in between like you know 24 25 and you like start working and then like into your like mid-30s when you're just like that like moment where you're like, I want to like look super cute and like maybe you get a big paycheck and you want to splurge on a leather jacket. But if you can't, there's like a hundred and twenty dollar dress, you know, you'll wear ten times. You know what I mean? And like it's sad the way that people wear clothes now. Mm-hmm. It's like very disposable. And Absolutely. that's something I would like and not like do, but like am kind of like working on. But at the same time, like. There's like I mean, we just sell such volume of things mm-hmm. like in. And I'm so thankful for that. So it's been, it's funny. Like girls also buy things that are like very slutty. All, <laughs> and that would happen at, at Reformation too. Like the things oh, that were the are... more, most like body bearing, like girls love that shit. Oh yeah. And I don't, I'm, I'm not, not like, like that. We're not well, my, we're, we're my we're husband gets so many, why should my wife's tits be out all the time? Like, <laughs> That's his accent. <laughs> oh my god! And every that. time I put something on, he's like, "Oh, like," and I'm like, "I don't know what to tell you." Like <laughs> this top, I've sold hundreds of these tops. Like, like you know what I mean? Oh my like, god! So it's like I don't know. I right now I'm getting older. Obviously, yeah, like so I'm 32 now. So I definitely there are times that I want to feel really sexy and buy a dress. I'm just like, "Fuck yeah, I look good." Yeah. Like I put on an LPA dress the other night and just had a girls' dinner at sunset. I was wearing head to toe LPA and I was like, "I feel so good." Aww. And then. 
there are times where I'm like, this is an LP sweatshirt. That, mm-hmm. like, is it surreal to wear your own clothes? It's pretty, it's, no, it's more weird when I meet someone and they own LP. I'm like, you took time out of your day to, like, <laughs> buy something that's that I made. That's how I feel like, about people who listen to the podcast. I'm like, you took, so, it's like, you you're, took so you're much in time. your home. Yeah. You're yeah. in your home. It's just, what's fucked up about it? Everything. You're, like, from this remote, tiny place where you yeah, feel so safe, safe and something yeah. goes out into the world and you don't realize that, like, people are not only are people at looking at it, but, like, everyone in the world has access to that. And totally. then it's just, that's why you gotta be, like, very obviously i mean i like pray now before even i like set an intention before i put any instagram post or anything because i'm just like god forbid interesting yeah are you spiritual yeah Yeah. that's what i figured i follow um i like pray to different angels like angel michael for protection no i pray to my inner guide tell me more about the angels oh my god you guys are okay there's just like throne (laughs) angels and dominion angels and i call on them for emergencies which i've been like really having to like depend on them like really hard no. Hmm. What is this? Wait, where where is this? I have a woman in? that I talk to. That yeah, is like, and they give you the angels. Yeah, she'd be like, I mean, there's angel books. So how it works is like, I'm not like like I grew up Catholic, mm. but okay. I think I think this way with any religion, like whatever these things are, mm-hmm. it's just a form of energy. Yes. So yeah, yes. If I want to feel safe and like. Angel Michael is like this thing that's like, oh, it's not like literal. There's not, I mean, like visualize or whatever, but, and I feel warmth and a smile coming down, but it's, it's just an energy. And and the people put energy into physical forms Mm -hmm. that they're comfortable with. Sure. Yeah. And so I love that. I love that description. Thinking about angels flying around me makes my heart sore. Yeah. I just, and then you should do that. This is back to the whole goop thing. If it works for you, just like let people be. Yeah. God damn. Wait, do you want to know about me talking to her? Oh, yeah. Wait, did we not finish that? No. Oh, okay. Oh, keep going. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> so I Where love her. This? So then, so that, and my friends who own Sweet Greens are like friends with her and they are, she mm. like loves Sweet Greens and like works with them. And so they were like, we had a dinner in her house and she was like so cool. And I was like, oh ah. And then I started listening to her podcast, which is mm. new. And then I listened yep. to everyone. Like I, like Ooh. and some multiple times. What's like, it called? Like, it's just, just the Goo podcast. podcast. Just the Goo podcast. Yeah. Like there was, I like, listen to the first one with Oprah. It's Ooh, I didn't down. Even, can I say something? I didn't even listen to the Oprah one really? because I was like, it's like peeking. It, really? You're right. You're right. I'll listen yeah. to it when I feel settled. I want to listen true. to the doctors that was a, and I want to, yeah. the Gabrielle Reese. Gabrielle Reese mm-hmm. is like, I know when her niche is the highest person for most people, but I think in general population, Gabrielle Reese is like very underestimated as like a fucking God totally. on this planet. And she's so centered and fucking cool. Anyway, so... <laughs> They, I don't know, by the grace of God, I get an email saying, like, you're invited to, like, a live taping with Gwyneth Paltrow interviewing Giselle. Wow. And I was like, wow. That's amazing. And so I bring my best friend who I grew up with in Pasadena who, like, has a kid and, like, is, like, you know, like a fucking mom Mm -hmm. and and who's, like, my best whole life and loves GP, right? So we're, like, in the car. We're like, oh, my God. And we (laughs) sit and we, like, sit down. And Gwyneth walks out, <gasps> and she looks like a fucking... Also, there's, like, three people there. It's, like, so small, and... She's, she's small? No, the, no, the, the room. Oh, 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 I was like, she's... Oh and she looks at everyone, and she said, "I this has never happened before, but Giselle is not here. <gasps> and we're just going to have to, like, do a Q&A. And I was like, yes! yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's amazing. Because Giselle, I'm fine with. But sure, no, GP is. I don't, I'm fine, you know, like, yeah. I wasn't there for Giselle. Yeah. 
I was there for GP. Yeah. So then how she did you ask a question? So I asked a question that I, first of all, I was like, I'm going to ask a question. And once I <laughs> said that to myself, I was sweating. My mouth got dry. That happens to me every time. And like everyone, I was like, I'll let a few people ask questions yeah. first. So I don't seem too thirsty. And then, so the whole time I'm like, and I'm, tr- and I'm keep taking deep breaths, but I'm wearing leather pants. So every time I breathe, the leather makes a noise in this tiny oh, room. Oh my I'm like, God. Everyone tell I'm fucking nervous. And my stomach was gurgling. And I was like, oh my And then I asked her, I, I asked her what it is like to be I was like, so once you get woke about food and food being medicine mm-hmm. and the things that we're supposed to be eating and drinking on a daily basis, mm-hmm. once you have all that knowledge, how do you share that information without it coming mm-hmm. off as elitist and isolating? Absolutely. That's a great question. Which is a great question. <laughs> what uh, was her answer? <laughs> it came through Snaps. me. Snaps. Because um, I, I, I remember being like, well, I get weird with health and wellness. Mm-hmm. And so... And they were, and she and her, I think her name's Alyssa or Elise, her like right hand was like, how weird do you get? And I was like, I get myself coffee animas at home. And they were like, oh, good for you. Good for you. Shut oh my God. Like, yeah. And so then everyone like looked at me like, who's that girl? Um, she gave a lot of answers um, that were great. Like she took a while to answer and it yeah. literally, it was like God sent me there because she talked about being criticized online mm-hmm. and how like. She's like, you know, like if you're a random account or a blogger and you aren't following journalistic decorum, which is like my whole thing about the Internet is like, say what you want to say, but just follow your back check, timeline check, Mm -hmm. journalistic, basic journalistic, because I wanted to be a journalist. And so like when I was in high school, I wrote for the paper and I used to take fucking classes at SC. Mm -hmm. I got invited to take classes at SC about journalism. So Mm -hmm. it's something that like that's why when I see people just saying whatever the fuck they want on the internet without checking timelines to make other people look bad. I'm like, that's not, that's not the rules. Yeah. Right. Like, (laughs) yeah, it's all out the window. So she was like, you know, if I see people say, and she's like, and people who are openly willing to like say negative things, Mm -hmm. she's like, and they don't have a job within this category. Like you're not in, even in the arena. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's awesome. You need a level of expertise. And then she talked about her dad being sick. And, like, what yeah. he was, like, eating and how she was, like, you need to not do that. And how, like, her she realized that there was no way that her dad wasn't going to eat a fucking steak. And, like, I mean, you know, do whatever it was that he was doing that she thought was, like, unsafe for, like, the particular cancer that he had. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, you know, like, my daughter eats Doritos. Like, I'm not going to give my daughter a complex sure. by, like, telling her she can't. And yeah. that's also something I think about all the time with yeah. having kids, like... My sister was really gnarly with her daughter about food, and she like for a moment got really weird with food. And so, you have to be, you have to be really careful. You gotta be very careful. Absolutely. Yeah, so I don't know. It was like Gwyneth a lot story. of really beautiful things. Yeah. She um, was tight in the right places, but also looked aged in a way that was so refreshing. Because oh. I was like, I just want to let wrinkles happen naturally and gracefully, places. and like, I, like. Everyone has the same nose job and the same lips and like the fl- <laughs> and I love a Botox and I you know do my lips and stuff but like right. so small. Do you do Botox like for prevent preventable Botox? Well, my normal sitting face is a very hard frown. Got it. And it gives me headaches and people ask me if I'm okay all the time. <laughs> oh my god! So I do it a tiny bit so I still have movement, but that this is not just like your nor- resting. It's pose. bad. I've had people. I've had. I, I mean. 
strangers often like are you okay and i'm like oh my god i'm actually totally fine oh my god that's hilarious sorry you just look like that oh my god (laughs) (laughs) and she like smelled good and she had like a cool blowout and she wore like a white button down with a sequin skirt and like fucking stan smith and i was like that's perfect age appropriate cool outfit she's she's so elegant and she hugged me and she was like if you ever want to talk about anything get my email and i was like oh my god i want to chain smoke cigarettes with her drunk and i want to go get a colonic with her she's like on but she's balanced she's that person i want to do bad girl stuff and go to her you know what like it's just yeah i i she's so vulnerable about being like you listen to the podcast she's she's so articulate and well-spoken and well-read it's really unfair, as you said, for these. She fangirls and everyone she she meets. Totally, she is not elitist by any means in any interview. She's so vulnerable. Okay, and I think she, I need to get humble, on the Gwyneth. Yeah. Her, the the Gwyneth. Yeah. Uh, the Julia Roberts interview is also amazing too. She was like, "You're Julia Roberts." You're doing like Julia Roberts. You're like, "You're Julia Roberts." And Julia Roberts was like, "You're Gwyneth Paltrow," and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm excited for both of you." <laughs> <laughs> in the middle, like, okay, I was like in my car, like yeah. <laughs> oh, I have to listen to this podcast. It's the like, only I'm Pia. I'm, I'm here. Too. <laughs> we actually have our cousin listens to our podcast, and she'll actually accidentally talk to us in the car. That's fucking cute. Yeah, and it weird. Yeah, it is weird. But the it's future, cute. isn't it cute? She like thinks that she's like chatting with us, so it's she'll just like chime in, that. and then she'll be like, "Wait, it's a podcast that yeah. doesn't work." Also, the other thing I love about Gwyneth is she drinks Japanese whiskey, and I was just like, "So, so Mads is so really fun. big in whiskey. I'm a really big whiskey oh. drinker." And I read it. I just read an article. I think it was on Into the Gloss, and she was just like her nighttime bed. You know, is whiskey? No she way. She gets home and drinks a glass of Japanese whiskey, and so I was she, like, "That's amazing." Goals. Like the only thing goals. I know her from. Like I'm sorry that I'm super ignorant on this situation. Um, is the Avengers? Like that's literally the oh, only yeah. thing I know. She, like I, I know. I don't even I don't know even what know. the Avengers is. Is that a movie? Oh my god, you don't know what the Avengers <laughs> is? Oh, you know what the Avengers I'm obsessed is? with the Avengers. Are you kidding oh me? Is that like oh, one of those? movies that's from a comic book yes she's in a comic book movie yeah she's the wife of iron man oh chic she is super yeah oh yes 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 with um that just Robert seems, off, Jr. That seems yeah, off brand for me, so I would not it assume is, that those two things. So I, get I just nerdy. see Shakespeare and love yeah. so hard. There's oh, so yeah, many superstars. So many superstars in Avengers that like you just pass off. You're just yeah. like, oh, you're in this. Okay. Oh my god, like, I'm obsessed with the Avengers. Yeah, I. Oh, wow, interesting thing. Something to know about that, you. yeah, right. It's yeah. a bit surprising. <laughs> Very weird. It's like <laughs> nice to meet you guys. Oh my god. Okay, so let's talk about Revolve. Yeah. What about it? Just like, what's it like working with them? They're so nice they're, and so fun they are and so great. And I just so like want to know the tea. Like, how how are they? They are taking how over. Are they achieving what they are achieving. They're taking over they the entire world. Their asses off, and yeah. they have a bunch of people who work with them that really believe in what they do, and mm-hmm. it's they're fucking cool. Yeah, like they're just like great, wonderful people. Yeah, our first like three meetings were like at MM's house with like pizza and like wine and like. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's it awesome. Was just really. Like, M.M.'s mom is, like, the most wonderful woman I've, like, ever met. And, like, they're just, it's wild to associate, like, a very normal human. Mm-hmm. It's also, like, very, like, it's a culturally, like, very diverse company, mm-hmm. um, which is, like, I don't know. It's just, like, every kind of character is in there, and everyone's yeah. really cool. And people work there for a very long time. There is, like, zero fucking turnover. Oh, that's which I amazing. Think oh, volumes that about a company. Yeah, that does. Absolutely. Like, and I always look, I look at that deeply when, like, mm-hmm. when I think about a place I want to go or, like, what kind or of... Or work with. Or, or work, work with, with or anything, like, 
there have been companies that I've been associated with or worked with that had very fucking high turnovers. So mm. It's sad. Um, so do they give you like complete creative freedom? Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. So yeah, I mean, so they market LPA and like they're, they have a, their customer that they know right. like the back of their hand. So they do, um, you know, they'll be like, we're going on this trip. Like we're going to have an LPA lunch. And I'm like, cool. Just like push these items or like, I'll like tell one of the girls that's there. I'm like, can you bring like a disposable camera or then take like film photos for me so I can make the content look more LPA. And so it's not like a lot of repeat content because their Mm -hmm. content performs really well on revolve, but it's like, I don't want the same them to look the same. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I work my ass off on like the LPA site and being really like crazy about stuff. How many people work for you? Uh, I, there's like two people that are like on my team that like design and then there's, like kind of just like teams and people who work on different teams like you know there's like a fabric team sure mm-hmm. and like one of the girls in there is like does lpa stuff and like how far out do you but design like, for? i just did it i just had them all over for dinner and i think it was like tw- there's like 20 people that like were mm-hmm. i know then it's hard because then it's yeah. like i'll be like oh i need to do like marketing stuff and then there's like the brand marketing team that's like a whole i mean they all work on everything yeah um like you know there's so many brands yeah there's like 12 or 15 brands so but the like every day all day long just with me is tim and sean amazing (laughs) we had the best conversation and then there's two other guys i'm gay men are just so important to me and like always have (laughs) (laughs) well now that my mom like my my father passed away like she's like having to have a social life she just discovered that gay men are like god's gift to the world absolutely and so i had a psychic a while ago tell me that i would be surrounded by a lot of gay men um but like really she was like soon you'll be literally surrounded by a lot of gay men and i was like that's so cool (laughs) and now like where i sit like where our pod is there's two boys from another team and like they help with like like an lpa too but they work for like one of the other brands but we all sit together Mm -hmm. and it's four gay men wow that are all from different countries or their or their parents are from a different Mm -hmm. country and we had this like amazing we had this amazing conversation the other day where one of them was talking about like his mom and dad's dynamic and and then the other one like sean was like oh my mom and dad are the same way like my dad never wanted my mom to do this and tim was like oh yeah like my mom doesn't even know how to drive because my dad was like you don't need to know how to drive oh my god and like and I and then I was talking because it was spanning from like a conversation I was having about like my dad and how you know my mom is like ha- having like for the first time really has like a life since my dad died, mm-hmm. and and it was this like beautiful connective moment because Eric was like it's so weird like all of our dads are the same and I was like it's not weird it's cultural like mm-hmm. all of our families come from different cultures were within those cultures up until this fucking the last 10 years the man worked and the woman was a housewife Mm -hmm. and so it's it like tingled into their family a little bit where the mom was like well i want to have a job Mm -hmm. like one of the one of the kids at the table was like oh yeah my parents started fighting when my mom like got a job when i was in high school and i was like that and he's like i think maybe it's from her working i was like yeah motherfucker your dad was pissed about it yeah like the same way my dad got pissed when my mom started working yeah like it's like the power dynamics and i was like i had this moment. i got like so emotional and i was like isn't this we are all the same yeah like yeah this is like vietnam and fucking like iran and um mexico right 
and my mom's from oh, Denmark. My mom came around a boat from Denmark. And my dad's wow. family's from yeah. Italy. And like I was like, this is the same fucking dynamic across all of these very different cultures. I love that. It was so beautiful. And, and it's amazing so that now women are kind of entering. And then the I'm sitting there as like exactly. the boss of yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Look at me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well then I'm like they're like I'm like they joke. They're like you're half they're like every once in a while you have this like creative director moments, but for the rest of the time you're like I'm just full just kind of like I'm oversharing mess. <laughs> you, you've like, but they're like my, but those are I'm very yeah. close with Tim and Sean. Yeah. yeah, you've overcome a lot. I mean, you've hustled, you've worked really hard. Maybe money was tight in some areas. You lost your father. What kind of advice would you give someone who might be plateauing in their career, dealing with a family emergency, to keep going? I mean, right saying? now is like a night. Like I'm like right now is like really hard. Like it's this moment is very hard. Like, it's like my husband got a p- the promotion of his life to m- with the company he was working for. And the offer was to move to Italy and live in this like beautiful town and, and work with the owner of the company, like the most prestigious Italian menswear brand. Like and he had been working like a like a psychopath for that job for five years. And that's why we kept breaking up because like we were long distance and we would get together and we break up because he would he's like my job is like more important. And then we got engaged and he was like, I got the promotion. And for a second, I was like, holy shit, I'm moving to Italy. This is going to be amazing. And I started looking up places and to get an idea of like, you know, where we'd be living and what the places look like. And they were fucking mansions for nothing. And like, you know, <laughs> with like little, do you want a vineyard? And you're in like, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, what if something happens to my family? I just had this weird feeling. I was like, what if something happens to my dad? It was like, and that's, so my advice is like, follow your fucking gut intuition because it's like, there have been times with like a couple other bad things that happened recently where I was like, oh, I don't know if like, I'm nervous about that. And then that thing ultimately was something that like backfired. And Mm -hmm. so it's just really listening to your intuition. And then when he, when he turned, when he said like, we can't move, like, yeah, he was sick. He was sick and he was definitely like in bed a lot and like, not i've been in i don't know and he loved davide so much like they were so in love and davide went to his job and they were like you need to convince your fiance to like move here otherwise like we don't really have a position for you and he was like i can find another job i can't find another wife wow which was like so and then he like moved here and two weeks later my fucking dad died like uh, upstairs in his bedroom like like we had dinner with him and he went upstairs and he said i don't feel good but it's like feels different this time. I don't feel good. And he fucking dropped dead um, <gasps> as my mom was taking his shoes off. Oh my God. And we had just, we'd finished dinner with him and we went around the corner to our friend's house to have like a nightcap. One of our friends was in town who was um, from New York who was pregnant in like seven months. And I was like, oh, this is great. So they're like, well, open a bottle of wine or whatever. And I like take a sip of the wine and my mom calls. And I just had a weird feeling about answering the phone. And. We like I sped home like I guess Davide got on the phone and he was like your mom said we need to come home and there was just ambulance everywhere and I went upstairs and he was just fucking like dead on the floor. It was so crazy. And I was like I'm about to get married like how are you going to die right now? Davide just moved here and he like moved here. I was like screaming at him. But I mean it was like I woke up the next day and I was like I think we have to move in here and Davide was like I know your mom can't live in here alone. She can't afford it. And But my parents. I've been in that house for 35 years and I got married there and my dad died there. And it's like the center of our really mixed family. Mm -hmm. Like my nieces and nephews stay there when they're home from college. And my 
best friend and her daughter show up every day. Like, you know, it's just, yeah. Yeah. We, and I'm, what am I going to do with my fucking 70 year old mom in an apartment? No way. Like, and everyone else already has kids. So it just fell on me. So I we like, like moved in there and took everything over. I admire you so much. First of all, um, we just lost our stepmom. Oh, I'm so sorry. And it's hard when you're p- when your parents alone. It's a really scary. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. It's a scary feeling to yeah. know that one of your parents is alone. It's real. It's. I always knew that at some point I would like have her living close to me. Mm-hmm. And my dad, even the, before he died, he was like, listen, like I know Davide gave up a lot. He's like, if you guys want the house, like we can build a guest house. He's like, that's what I always wanted to do anyway. Like there's mm-hmm. too many stairs here. I can't get up and down the stairs. So we'll eventually, if I can save up for it, I mean, well, I would like to in a year, like build a cottage for her on just mm-hmm. like, on, and it's a big, like it's, it's awesome because like, obviously like, you know the house isn't owned outright because it's, but it's a fucking insanely beautiful property yeah. mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. so beautiful and like so special and like mm-hmm. my dad bought it for nothing and added all this stuff there and it's like he built half of the stuff that's in there and it's like mm-hmm. and then the whole upstairs is the master suite so she has her own zone right so like we're constantly joking about like sex stuff all the time because <laughs> i'm just like <laughs> my mom will be like you know i just wish that i had i wish you wouldn't criticize like the way i live around uh, in here because my mom's just like a little messy and like <laughs> and, I, and, and i'm like well i wish i could fuck my husband all the time so i don't know we just oh. have to fucking figure it out oh my dude. God, that's like, incredible sometimes i just like my husband want to jump his bones and i just can't and so she's like i can go upstairs i can't hear anything i'm like i know you're up there I know you're up there. I know you're up there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to have her. Like, there's times where she's like, I'm going to bed. Uh, and like, you're like, like weird pressure on us. Have sex like, now. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I'll come home and from, like, and Davide will have done so much work on that because we cleaned everything out. Davide yeah. painted everything. And he gave up his you job. Have a keeper, he went from man. working like a crazy sure. person. I was launching his own business. And we were doing it with, like, a few small investments from our close friends who really believe in him and so he doesn't have an office he works from a dining room table right now and um i'll get home and my mom will be like you know we all gather around the table at night we hope drink wine or we figure out what we're eating mm. we're all really good at cooking we all really love wine and it's really beautiful we laugh we talk about our day my mom i'll walk in and she's like you owe your husband so many blowjobs he literally cleaned out the whole closet <laughs> He painted the whole dining room. Your <laughs> mom like sounds like our mom. Yeah, your mom. Our moms would. Get our along moms would so get along. Well. She so well. needs more friends and is available oh, for hangouts. For so. sure, they, she can come over for sure. And I just taught her. How, you know what's so funny? So growing up in Pasadena is a very Christian Catholic place. Really? Okay, and I didn't have like obviously there was I we knew Jewish families yeah. growing up, but it's not a huge. There's not like a huge. There's no synagogue. There's a like one really? small synagogue. Just in Pasadena specifically, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the surrounding area. There's yeah. everywhere. But there's like a million churches. It's like very interesting. And I, w- I was, I was told the girl who gave me a facial at sun worship last night. Yeah. She is Jewish, and she was like, "Oh, I love Pasadena. The only reason why I didn't move there because I couldn't. There wasn't a Jewish school for my okay. two sons." Oh, okay. And I was like, I didn't know about Shabbat dinner or like live Shabbat dinner lifestyle until I moved to New York. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. What a, well, because I, I was like, we have like Sunday family dinner. It's like the same it's thing, the same but it's thing. just different, same thing, different night. It's you know what I mean? You yeah. just go, you practice. pray, you eat food. Yeah. And I was telling my mom about that, and she was like, I know. She's like, I've never been to a Shabbat. And I was like, we got to, oh my God, she's got to come over I here know. for Shabbat. Like, this Shabbat like, is, just imagine this all lit, my, my no, mom, like, candles everywhere. So it looks up a storm. It's, it's the most magical, it's so of magical the, of the week. It's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. And the wine so is that's flowing. our Sundays for us are really, got it. Okay. 
crazy. Like we like that's why it was so special that my dad passed away after a Sunday dinner. Like I never miss a Sunday dinner. And we yeah, gather together. We drink wine, we talk about the week, we make like really special food, we like sit at the dining table, we pray, we like you know, it's like a special ritual. Our we got we did our like quick little civil ceremony. It was a week the because we were supposed to do it with my dad that next Friday. We were gonna go to the church like or just not go to the church. We were gonna go to the courthouse. Yeah. And just to get started, because when Davide quit his job, he gave up his visa, you yeah. know? So we were oh, like, yeah. I'm like, fuck. He's, yeah. And so we are like little wedding that we did in the backyard. Everyone was in town yeah. to like for the funeral. And so Davide made lasagna and I made a salad and mm-hmm. I wore my grandma's crown that she yeah. wore when she married my grandpa. And I've had, th- I saved up when I was in high school and bought Manola Blahniks on sale for $150. Oh, they were white yeah. lace pumps. Go, girl. That I said I would get. Where are you? Where also, that was crazy. Like, Manolo's on sale were like one, because Manolo's yeah. used to be $300. Yeah. Yeah, at say, least. What? At least. <laughs> and I was like, one day I'll get married in these shoes. And oh. I wore those. And oh I had a dress God. from Happy Isles that was supposed to be our, like, big wedding rehearsal dinner dress. And we, like, had, like, the best little backyard wedding. That was, like, That's so, so cool. Great. On a Sunday yeah. to, like, keep that. I was like, when we were not have a sad Sunday and we're gonna have a good Sunday that's I amazing that. oh yeah I think like we're I'm very thankful that I have a husband who's like very into like tradition and mm-hmm. keeping those things it going. sounds Absolutely. like you really really got a keeper yeah he's wonderful he's like I I mean he, he moved into like a house that is not his and like mm-hmm. got his job taken away from him and his mom is very 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 sick we had to cancel our wedding to go be with her we had to beg the government to let us leave because he doesn't have a green card they gave us 30 days and she's really really very 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 sick so he like yeah so then i'm like okay you gave up your job for me you like moved into someone else's home for me and like you know you like can't be with your mother during this time which is barely you know so i just i just i'm constantly like i'm so fucking sorry like like, you know what i mean he does it with pleasure he does it with pleasure like and it'll it's just like a tough time so that's why i keep so like yeah what do i say to people like we're scared too like Mm -hmm. he's about to launch a company and like that's scary you know and like i can't help him a lot with it because he comes from a way different background like he's comes from like heritage brands that do wholesale Mm. and so I'm like, we're going to market the fucking shit out of this. We're going to gift it. And he's like, I'm not gifting. He's like, I'm not gifting anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, what about the reposts from the influencers? And he was like, I don't believe in influencers. And I was yeah. like, what? Yeah, and I was, yeah. then I was like, you don't believe in influencers? All this free shit in our fucking house is from the internet. So, like, I was like, I'm like, you really like those fucking discounted hotels, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you're going to tell me you don't like an influencer? Fuck you. Oh, it's my like, God. so funny. But yeah, I, I mean, I also want to express gratitude to you about your social media presence because yeah, it's incredible. As, I mean, as we've just witnessed here, like you're so honest. There's a depth to you. You're so raw. Why did you feel the need to just showcase your entire true self and or, original self? I had a blog a long time ago in like 2006. 2006 2007 mm-hmm. called fighting the war against blowing it and it was Ooh. about moving to new york and like being constantly distracted by like shit to like mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. just going out and drinking and like uh-huh. wanting to party not go to class like all that kind of stuff because i went from like pasadena to like living in an apartment on the lower east side yeah, in 2005 which was shock. like crazy and I was like, well, there's bars downstairs and like pizza everywhere. <laughs> and like, yeah, I don't have to fucking have I don't have a midnight curfew anymore. Like, yeah. 
And so I would write, it was basically like an open, I would take film photos on like my point two cameras and it was in, it was basically like a journal. And I started posting things that were really personal and would get the most beautiful feedback. Wow. Like from people from all over the world being like, like I live in Argentina and like I like I I remember writing something about this guy that like I like loved <laughs> and he like came to New York to be he was like I've always loved you and he like lived somewhere else and I came to New York to be with me and we spent like four days together and he's like I'm literally gonna go back to Miami and uh, pack up my stuff and come back here but he had a fucking girlfriend the whole time in Miami oh, oh shit which I didn't know about and I was like what oh, oh shit like we're like pub- very public in- we're in public yeah. together all the time <laughs> how do you just like That's on the crazy. low have a girlfriend and so I remember posting something being like how did this happen yeah. to me and yeah. like what cues am I missing as like an intellectual female that I didn't pick up on this like where am I lacking that like that I'm open to that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um and just the feedback was great and I was like I will always and it but here's the fucked up thing is it also allows for a shit ton of criticism Mm -hmm. so and the criticisms are very personal and like you know when 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 I get like a slew of trolling like the things that like I'm like, I know that I'll be, I'll literally be like, I know that person. Cause they'll be like, you used to not do this. And now, and you say you're relatable and you're staying at these hotels. And I'm, but I'm also just like, so what do you say to people who have 2 million followers on Instagram yeah. who like only post, like who don't post anything that has any substance mm-hmm. and don't stand for anything. Like yeah. I was like, everyone's just trying. And like, I'm like, that's okay too. Yeah. But like, don't criticize me. Like I'm like, it's all on me to fix yeah. the fucking world. Like I'm just trying to pay my fucking, we're all trying to survive. Yeah. Totally. So like, unless I'm like actively like hurting people, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. from, from, from the best of my abilities, I get messages every day from girls saying that like they feel good in the clothes and like, that's great. And yeah, are the clothes like they're not made in a fucking America? I wish I could make clothes in America. Yeah. I can't afford it. Right. Like I can't. Mm-hmm. And also that would increase the prices to like three hundred dollars for a dress. Mm-hmm. Like I only sell three hundred dollar dresses that are like bedazzled like cra- you know what I mean? It's like right. and then it's like then I'm like defending myself and I'm like this and then I'm like, you know, why am I like yeah, there's I'm not so the much one. There's yeah. also just so it's everything we do. So it's like mm-hmm. don't criticize you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. where do you work? Yeah. And where's all the shit? And, and where's all the, the shit end. in your office from? Yeah. Where's your computer from? How many computers have you had? Do you throw the computer away? Do you recycle it? How many mm-hmm. phones have you? It just goes so deep on every level mm-hmm. that it's like, stop it. Like, we're all collectively. And thank God for new companies that start that are so conscious. Just buy those. Just buy those brands. Totally. You know what I mean? Just be so. I don't know. I get really like, oh, yeah. And then I'm like, no, this is like. Just remember all the beautiful, nice things that people say right. to me. And I mean, I, mean, I screenshot all of them, and I respond to everybody. Good. You do? I mean, wow. I, mean, I don't have 100,000 followers. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not it's like there's, like, I can yeah. see all this. Yeah. Well, it's refreshing, and I would... Yeah, I it is refreshing. You Thank it, you. Because it's definitely something I think that resonates with a lot of people, for sure. I've been following you now. I know. I've been following you for a while. Since I was 22. <laughs> And I am 27 now, so that's what? five years. Damn. Okay, do you want to know what I did? But you never responded. It's totally okay. I love you. Um, I started my own magazine at 22, uh-huh. and we had Halsey on the cover, and we had a launch party at the Standard, and all I wanted was for you to show up. Why didn't I go? I don't know. So I tried cute. inviting you, but it didn't on work. How? DM. Did, when was this? This was when I was 22, so how long five ago was that? Ago. Five years ago? 
I was I'm not, five years ago. I was like begging to do something cool to hang out. So that's like insane. yeah, I like been though. following <laughs> you forever. Did I read it? What did I read it? I don't think so. Here's also what's did. hard. Like I am a very text messages and emails are that's like my to do list. Mm. But now I'm getting to the point where I I'm, I do so much in a day that the one thing that's really slacking is like answering like my text messages mm, and I like responding you. to certain things like I read things but then I'm like oh my god that's so nice and then my husband will be like get off the phone and I'm like fuck okay and, and then, then you I'm don't like, back yeah. I forget. respond to that and then and then too much time will pass and I get embarrassed but no like, that happens to no, me all the time yeah, don't worry I don't that know why I don't know why Apple hasn't invented unread. a star thing on your fucking text yeah unread on text yes. I know Please. I've been asking this let me get a flag anything i'll just yeah. search for the flag because yeah. if i read something i'll just flag it and come back to it later absolutely once i've read it side. i'm like fuck 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 okay. i'm never gonna remember to get back to that <laughs> so annoying. okay we i'm ta- sorry i didn't go no oh. that's okay i love you you're here now also, yeah you're here now also you like threw a party with like halsey on a cover of a magazine that you yeah. well, hold on. you started a magazine and halsey was on the cover when you were 22 yeah can we She's cheers with our water butt. to that <laughs> jesus christ it was sold in barnes and noble too. that is oh r.i.p barnes and noble i know right <laughs> I love a good Barnes and Noble. I love moment. the smell of the coffee and the people who would sit down and just read. I, I love Barnes and Noble. The best Barnes and Noble was in Pasadena. I used to always get Christmas presents in there. Oh. My dad used to buy us a book every year for Christmas. Love that. That is a great. That's <laughs> so a great gift. do you want to know what's a really good idea? Mm. Um, I was listening to the Skinny Confidential Him and Her podcast, and Michael Bostick's parents like would obviously not let them buy whatever they wanted when they were kids, but. If they went into a bookstore, they could have as many books as they wanted. Like th- there was no budget. There was literally no. You budget. know what I was thinking on the way over here that my I saw on Instagram the other day a very elaborate first birthday party and oh. was like, well, "That's definitely going to cost. They're definitely cost more than what my wedding will cost." <laughs> And then oh I was like, God. am I supposed to do this? And there was no. like gift bags for all the kids. And I was like, am I supposed to fucking give kids gifts? And then I thought to myself, I will always do like a potlucky cool thing yes. or whatever. Yeah. And that every year, instead of having people bring presents to my child, my child, once it's old enough, will pick the charity that money gets donated to in their name. Oh, that's amazing. And I was like, I'm fucking sticking by this. It's not, I'm not even pregnant yet, but that will be what I do by the time the kid is like four. I love that idea. I feel like you're a big follow through gal. Like you got those manila bonics. You're like, I'm gonna wear these to my wedding. Yeah, I you do. are a follow through gal. Yeah, take it through. I love certain that stuff. I mean, I also make like large blanket statements about how I'll be as a mom and like have not had a child. And like all my friends who have kids are like, good there's luck no, with yeah, that. There's no way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, last thing I want to talk about is your health kick that you've been on, and I know that. Yeah. I mean, I've been following it as well. Is it more so for your wedding or is it something just like... I just was tired of being like so bloated by four o'clock that I was like... And falling asleep at my... (laughs) Bloated. It is so (laughs) funny. Um, Everyone says the same thing. I'm tired. I'm bloated. I can't digest anything. I'm too tired in the afternoon. I don't sleep well. I mean, a lot of it is like... I think there's a culture of like... it's. (laughs) I have to stop saying like... There is a culture of... (laughs) Um, thinking that it's cool <laughs> to be stressed. Yes, we talk a lot about this on the podcast. Yeah, it's it the, makes it's, the biz, it's called busy bragging culture, where you oh, yeah. are just bragging that you're about busy, how busy and stressed, you and so that you have no time. And I wish I had Davide recorded on here, going because this morning we like shot for um, the Great Jones. It's like, oh, the, yeah. it's not like this 
beautiful <laughs> <laughs> company that, you're aware of it. that okay. makes pots and pans that are divine and beautiful yeah, and entry price brand. point for that level of, you know especially compared to like Le Creuset or whatever mm-hmm. and we I had him do it with me mm-hmm. they said make a meal and I, when I said yeah, why would I make it with my husband yeah we always make our meals together and so he was like talking to the girl who's interviewing us and whatever and he was like he he mo- he does when he mocks an American accent at something and he's like, Well, you know, I'm like <laughs> so busy. I just need a vacation. I'm like so tired. And he's like, That's what all of you sound like. Oh, everyone. Everyone. Yeah, everyone. Everyone. So yeah, being able to say to yourself, like, I'm just gonna fucking chill today. Like mm-hmm. there are some afternoons where I'm like or days where I'm like, I'm gonna work from home. I'm gonna accomplish more from 9 to 1 p.m. in my house and I will accomplish all day in the office because I just like get excited and distracted <laughs> with the boys and I'm like ah! <laughs> or there's too many people ask me different questions and then I'm like not doing what I should mm. um and then I will go get cupping or you know oh my god I'll, I'll you make, get cupping yeah, it just, is my favorite thing my in favorite. the entire and I'll world make, and I found a place that's that. like I mean I, I've my complete admiration and respect for Chinese medicine I mean it's just the it's that's why it's been around for this long. No <laughs> cupping. When I leave a cupping session, I am like elated. I'm high. I am so relaxed. I am totally detoxified. You're it's detoxified. In, it's I feel like an idiot American being like, "Have you heard of cupping?" When something that's been around for yeah. thousands of I know, years. I know. I know. But I, I'm glad that it's gaining really traction. That it's and there's a doctor in Pasadena who does such a great job, and mm. it's so reasonable. I'm like fifty dollars for oh, this. No way. Yeah, for massage for an hour massage and half cupping. What? Uh, okay, we need the name going. now. And we're he's going. So gorgeous, like the most gorgeous <laughs> man. Oh my god. With like, yeah, love he's that. like, I'm like, I love him, Doctor K. <laughs> okay, we should. <laughs> get we should do a sister day and go together. Field trip to Pasadena. It's yeah. great. Down and you know, I'll just make carve out those times. Yeah. I, I had a panic attack yesterday, and so obviously it doesn't. It's not all the time. I was watching a, there's a, oh my God, I have to figure out what it's called. There's a show on HBO based on a book that this Italian woman wrote. It's Mm. in Italian. Mm. Um, It's amazing. And I was already feeling like panic attacky and then watched the show, which deals with like very intense topics and then so beautiful. And then for some reason I was just like crying a lot. And so I knew that like, I needed to cry. I wasn't like, and then I just was like, started hysterically crying. And Harvard was like way too tired for it. Cause he's like emotionally like, and he was like, everything's gonna, he's like, what's wrong? And I was like, I was something really bad's going to happen again. And like, everything just bad keeps happening. I was just like, I don't know what's going on. I was like, I just have a bad, and he's like, everything's fine. All the bad stuff already happened. Like Aww. nothing else is going to happen. Like we're fine. And I was like, okay. And then I had to, you know, I made sure when I woke up this morning to like sit down and be like, well, okay, why well, was like just journal it out? Why was I feeling that way? And like write all my fears out. Yeah. What like, what like tips do you have for people to to kind of deal with their emotions? Like it only happens every so once in a while. Like I don't want to be a hypocrite and say like you should do this because like I'm just yeah. trying to figure out how to like do it. Yeah. But I think yeah. like free writing is really good. I just got back into journaling and I love it. Mm-hmm. Journaling is really good. I also have um, a rabbi that I talk to sometimes who Ooh. is amazing. He's at Jackie Aisha's. Uh, like her office oh and he's french and a rabbi and he's to die for and um he writes in hebrew and so it's awesome because i can't understand what he's writing and then he'll (laughs) he like free writes in hebrew like he looks at me and asks me certain things and then he'll tell me things that he 
She's like, wait, we need to go to this rabbi. <laughs> Life changing. He goes, your husband's right knee hurts. And I was like, mm. and then I go home and I was like, did your knee hurt? He's like, yeah, it's why I can't. Is he a psychic? Like, yeah, it's like oh. very. Uh, he's wow. like on some other level. Oh, Jackie, I uh, found him yeah. a long time ago and has like not left his to the point where she like makes prayer necklaces with his prayers in them, which I wear that a lot too. Oh, I also have this anti-anxiety like chakra thing on me. Oh, um, goodness. Look at all these tips. I'm embarrassing. These are all these self-care <laughs> no, tips. These, these are, are good. Great. These are amazing. I don't know if it's like nice self-care tips or <laughs> if I'm like, like trying to hold it together. Yeah, like a white girl or just like a white girl who's like, here's all the things I do from other cultures. Here's like my chakra thing and this like rabbi. <laughs> No, <laughs> but we need to go back to our goop theory. Yeah. If, it if it works, I'm always no, like, you're it no. Works. So this guy is like amazing, and he said so many things. Things, and and he called me and he said, "You eat too fast. Yeah, you don't drink enough water." Um, like a lot of things. Where he would like write things down. And he would laugh and he'd look at me. He'd go, "You," and I'm like, "What are you like? <laughs> what?" Wait, what's his name? And he, uh, um, why am I blanking? Oh my Rabbi. god, it's. Uh, French. Oh my God, I can't remember. Okay, you have to tell us okay. after. Um, we'll do a follow up. Why I hate that? I was just texting him. <laughs> anyway, um, because I want him to see my mom. Oh, okay. Oh, that'd be a good idea. Um, yeah, he was told me. He was like, "You'll be pregnant by next year." I said, "That's fine. oh, ooh, my soulmate, baby." That's okay. exciting. I had a baby soul child around me since I was in high school. That's oh. interesting. Every like person I've talked to was like, you have like a young spirit around you. I was like, oh. I know. And it's like waiting to take form. So like oh. my first child is my soulmate. Oh. That is so I think so about pretty. it all the time. I'm like, I can't wait to meet you. Oh, oh. my God. Anyway. I uh, can't wait to meet your baby. <laughs> yeah, your baby's going to be sick. It's, it won't, will not be on Instagram. I'll tell you that much. You have no clue. What okay, good. Like. Great. That's really good. That's nope. good. Yeah. Yeah. Back of the it's head. Yeah. Back of the head and a yeah. cute little chubby hand. <laughs> there you go. That's all you see. Anyway, he told me to lay in bed at night. He, goes, if he, he was like, I'm not going to tell you a bunch of shit you're not going to do. He's like, mm. he, so he just said, lay in bed at night and you close your eyes and just blur in your head all the shit that you have in your head. Mm. Like, I feel this, I feel that. He's like, it's just releasing. And the times where I lay in bed and I do that. I sleep so well. Wow. wow. You say it out loud or just like to yourself? No, because I like, got the husband and the dog. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. And my husband doesn't believe in any of this stuff. Mm. He's like, this is not. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He eats pasta and drinks yeah. milk and like doesn't believe in any drinks of this. Milk. <laughs> he drinks milk. I love milk. how that's like. <laughs> he drinks milk. He drinks like, real milk. And he just drinks like a non-organic like. <laughs> uh, a, a dairy I'm like, milk. You know the dairy milk. That you're putting in your bod. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep on being like different laws, dude. Different country. Yeah. You can't. You know, no, totally. Paltrow on the thing, she was like, you know, Italy has all these rules, and you can eat anything in Italy. And I was like, yeah. I know. You <laughs> could, you could literally eat anything in Italy, and your stomach would be totally I fine. Eat. I know. Well, I mean, I am allergic to wheat, so after a few days, okay. I start to like, I'll fall little. asleep at two. Like, yeah, and I got get it. very bloated, and I get like hives, and I start to get. Oh, oh. no. Fabulous. I know. <laughs> I know some girl was like, oh, a wheat or allergy. Uh, our, our wheat or gluten allergy is like just a skinny girl's excuse for staying skinny. And I was like, uh, I was like, no. I like just wrote back like all these articles about like yeah. roundup. <laughs> You're so great. I was just like, uh, you probably have the best comebacks. You're Sometimes. feisty. No, I was just like, I wrote, no, I'm not. I responded nicely. Like, no, 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 but you're, you, you I'm have just a, like, you have a spirit yeah, about just you. Defend my, I'm just like, well, unless it's somebody who's just ridiculous. Yeah, so then course. there's no yeah. talking to people like that. No, not in the arena, but for, she was like so offended. And I was like, this has clearly been like a trigger for you. Yeah. And like, 
I, I hope that like you find like a journey that makes you feel happy and comfortable. Like this that. is my journey. And like, here's all the stuff that I've read that, um, scared the shit out of me. And yeah. then once I adjusted my lifestyle, I felt so much better. And so, so if it works, it <laughs> works. I, and I also, I was like, and by the way, like I'm still a fucking size eight. So it's not yeah. like, I, it's cool. not like I'm like emaciated and I'm like, I'm learning to eat. Like, yeah. no, I eat really clean and it's like, I can't really get smaller than a size eight. Like yeah. I, I've been like, up to like a size 14 16 so i know the fucking struggle with weight yeah. and stuff yeah. also food is so tied to your mental health like i always Thank find God. that when i'm eating clean my mental clarity is so much better I and just then i just don't want to be tired yeah you get I'm so exhausted because it's brain tired. fog and then you're yeah. making weird decisions and like your synapses start communicating differently i actually haven't i used to always like crash around two or three but lately i haven't been um, just because I've changed up my eating habits. I by yeah. three o'clock, I'm like in the zone. Love that. Yeah, and I'm like maybe a green there. tea, but like just for fun. Oh, I definitely drink coffee all day today. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> well, so I mean, every day's different. That's yeah. also like every day. There are times where I'm exhausted, but it, you know, there's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. but it's like every day's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bees, honey, my um, like muscle tester, nutritional angel person, gave a good rule, which is try to like not have the same source of caffeine every day because your body mm. just gets used to it oh so that's interesting yeah, I mean, we're immune to coffee it doesn't even affect us yeah, yeah. i literally drinking, like huge coffees yeah. at one point yeah interesting. Which also my husband's like why should you drink 16 <laughs> ounces of coffee just have a little espresso oh my <laughs> no. i had like oh four espressos today yeah. on top of my morning coffee okay and a cold brew okay <laughs> scout's that off is the wall so bad yeah scout are you gonna sleep tonight? Yep. Yeah, I well, could. We huh? could. We could. Drink oh yeah. Like Dude, your bamate for two days or like even just a week. It tastes so good. Yeah, yeah. I really like oh, matcha. A yerba mate. Yerba mate has a lot of shit ton of caffeine. Mm. Really? It does. Or those Runya drinks are great, and they're like mm. all I natural. I like matcha. I love matcha, but I don't think it has that much caffeine. I'm like, I'm not like going on a run after. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you gotta, yeah. It's like little... an afternoon drink kind yeah. of thing. It's yeah. an afternoon it's caffeine like thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Okay, Pia, I feel like an angel has graced us yeah. with her Thank presence. You for letting me into this beautiful home full of <laughs> family photos. Yeah, we're recording at our mom's house right now. Yeah, Pia has entered into the oasis that is our mom. And our stepdad so. texts us, so he's probably standing outside the door I, waiting oh, for shit. us to finish. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you. Really cold. (laughs) I bet you he's like waiting outside (laughs) in his car. Okay, Pia, tell everyone where they can find you. LPA, everything. Um, at Pia Roby on Instagram. At LPA, LPA the label. It's on Revolve. Go shop. Yeah. Perfect. Just if you want to. No, you should. No, you should. (laughs) Because LPA is amazing. Thank you. And you can find OKSIS at OKSIS Podcast. And I think we're good. Yay! Thanks, Thank guys. you so much for coming on. Bye, sisters. Bye. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you 
you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together. 